Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. Welcome back to the FemiPod for episode 97 and welcome to 2024. What an exciting time, the start of the year. I know everyone is very much in the mindset of setting goals and getting into the year. So we are here to do that with you today. But uh, before we get into things, of course, my bestie Esty is here with me. Est, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Liz. Yeah, really excited to be back, back on the pod. Uh, Liz and I are also together, which is always a bonus. I feel like our pods are always better when we're together because we can look at each other's faces and read each other's actual energy. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been really good. I loved the two weeks off. I really disengaged from like the digital world. So I wasn't really on my phone. Let it die multiple times. Um, I just was on the beach reading, running, just training a lot and like doing a lot of cross training um, on top of running, which I find really fun. And um, Byron, my lovely partner, bought me a mountain bike for Christmas. So I was out on that. I was swimming, surfing, gymming, running, living my best life. Um, and it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so I had a good time. And I feel really blessed that my recovery program post-COVID this time has worked. Um, and yeah, I don't have any of those complications I had last time. So feeling blessed. And I think Liz and I were sort of chatting about, yeah, like what, what do we want to race next? Like what's coming up? So I'm um, excited to like fill in the calendar for the year and start like really focusing on certain events and setting focuses in the Femi app as well, which is exciting. But yeah, I've been good. How about you, Liz? How you been? How was your break? So good. Yeah, I, much like you, just like tried to disconnect as much as possible. And yeah, James, my partner and I just like traveled around um, Queensland and we went down to New South Wales and to Byron Bay. And it was just so nice to like have some breathing space, but I did find it quite hard to disconnect completely. But uh, yeah, I feel like I probably slept for like 75% of the two weeks and I'm still tired. (laughs) Even last night I slept for nine and a half hours, which I'm pretty proud of, but I'm also like, why? Um, but yeah, I had a really great time. My running hasn't been the best. Like I've definitely continued to struggle with a few niggles, which for those who were listening at the back end of last year, I hurt my hamstring and then that's kind of like flowed into other injuries, which is like relatively common, especially if you like me, continue to run through things that aren't 100% um, and you are compromising, your body will most likely be working in different ways. And I've definitely had a few things pop up, which is annoying, but I'm still able to run. So I've got to be grateful for that. But yeah, really excited for the year and super excited to figure out some races that I want to do. I know um, in our last couple of episodes, we were talking about the fact we didn't get to race in, a lot in 2023. So Really excited to um, actually get into some more races and get to some more start lines this year. I really want to run a marathon within the first six months of the year. So that's going to be a big focus for me is to get to that and yeah, hopefully get there 
healthy and happy, which is cool. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I can't wait. I feel like we're both tossing up. Yeah, Rotorua Marathon, maybe for lids. I don't know if you'll do the full there, maybe. And I might do like the half or a 10K. And then I was thinking, I think I put it in the broadcast channel of um, Femi, which we have on our Instagram. If anyone isn't part of that, we can put it in the show notes. Um, we sort of send through like questionnaires and polls and updates. It's predominantly about the app. But um, yeah, it's, it's good to be part of if anyone's interested. Um, but we asked, yeah, what people were uh, aiming to race this year. And I put like, yeah, the Noosa Half Marathon and then maybe the Rotorua 10 and then I really want to find one soon. I want to find one in the next like two months, I think. Maybe just a 10K or something. Might even just do some park runs. I don't know. I had this funny like idea that I should just go to the park runs that don't have hectically fast time records and just try and like get heaps of records <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Why not? You could like have the record for having the most records at park runs around the world. Something yeah. Like that could be cool. Yeah. So watch this space. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, really excited to figure out what races I'm going to do but I really have no idea other than probably hopefully the Rotorua marathon I actually have never competitively raced a marathon in New Zealand I have done a marathon um and not to disregard that at all I did Queenstown marathon but it was like two weeks after I did New York so it was very much like I'm just going to do this because I want to do it rather than like it's a focus for me uh so I'm really pumped to run a marathon in Aotearoa and feel connected to my homelands but yeah Easter and I have talked a lot about you know people setting goals at this time of the year and everyone kind of jumping straight into the new year with like these really big ambitious goals that they want to tick off by the end of the year and I think it's very very common and I think we've actually spoken about it on the podcast probably this time last year but I guess just like that evolution of like what your, you know, your bucket list looks like or your the goals that you want to tick off for the year are going to look like. And the idea of rather than setting goals is setting intentions. And that's what we're very much about at Femi is like setting really healthy, realistic intentions of how you want to live the year and not really necessarily quite specific goals um, can be a really good way to like Firstly, actually set the intention because sometimes setting goals can also be quite intimidating, like it can be quite terrifying putting these big things down on paper and being like, I want to achieve this and it means a lot to me. Um, but setting an intention, there's kind of like no end point to it. You don't really know if you have quite achieved it, but it gives you a way to live, you know, and I really like that. Um, so my intention this year is to probably live in more balance than last year, even though, you know, I don't think there is such thing as being completely balanced ever, but having more balance in my life would be nice. Um, and yeah, I think trying to improve my health, like I've definitely been struggling with my health recently. So I want to put that on a pedestal and make sure that my health is good before anything else is, because I definitely let that slip last year. Yes, that is always number one, but to look after your health. Um, I love that those are awesome intentions yeah I really like the way that's framed because I think goals often set um, and that a goal is often based around like an outcome you know and like a lot of outcomes are, are not in our control in the end and so it's like do you really want to put all this pressure on yourself to like I don't know it might be run this time or I want to um, complete a marathon but you know, you can't control whether or not your body gets an injury or something pops up and you can't do it anymore. So um, 
sometimes those things, yes, it's cool to have big hairy goals and like go for them, but um, I'm definitely in the mindset of, yeah, living by intent rather than outcome-based goals anymore. Um, Yeah, I think mine, I saw this cool post on Instagram at the end of last year and I shared it on my story and then it's also been something I've been trying to do recently is like um, choosing my hard um, or like living not in comfort. Like I don't want to be like just taking a day off because I can't be bothered. Um, So I would choose my choose my hard that day would either be like go for the run and I'm not saying push through if you're like actually injured or sick or like really emotionally fatigued or something like take the day off Um, I'm not saying that at all but like um, rather than like continually maybe being really easy on yourself um, because in the long term you're not going to get the outcome that you want based on those decisions but if some of those days you actually say you know what just chuck your shoes on and see what you can do get out the door walk for five minutes, see how you feel, maybe start jogging and you'll probably find, um, and I'll probably find that I end up feeling fine and able to complete that second run or that sort of thing. So another example would be like not ordering the Uber Eats and cooking dinner at home. Um, so rather than choosing like the comfort and the easy thing, I choose something else that's better for me long-term that maybe feels a little bit harder at the time. Mm. So that's like a really something that I want to live by this year. So my intent is like, yeah, not to just live in comfort because ultimately like living in that comfort over and over again actually leads to like long-term mm-hmm. like issues and, and you won't get to sort of what you want to achieve. So that's my so good. thing for 2024. I feel like it can be so hard because, you know, both you and I always talk about like listening to your body and doing what is right and making sure that you're like feeling good and making good decisions. But that's not to say that we are not here to like not work hard you know and I feel like sometimes it might come across as that we're just being like just be easy on yourself and be kind to yourself and and like don't work hard because of those things but actually like you can work hard if you also take into account those things if that makes sense so like I really like that choosing what your heart is setting an intention around that I think it's really cool I think maybe I should do that too I I also think Another intention that I like was thinking of um, that I think I did a lot of work on over the break where I wasn't, uh, you know, behind my desk every day was just like bringing back self-belief. I think it's something that I lost quite a lot last year, maybe over the last few years. There's been a lot of change in my life, you know, in the last four or five years, moving to Australia and, you know, getting married and, you know, new relationships, losing relationships. There's a lot that's happened. And I feel like along the way, I've kind of lost some confidence and self-belief and I used to just be quite like innately confident in who I was and what I was going to achieve um, but over the break I definitely like reconnected to that part of myself and I think um, I have just been like learning that I don't need to kind of like fill anyone else's buckets or like live up to anyone else's expectations or how anyone else has like lived or done particular things that I want to do like I can do it my own way and I think that's definitely allowing me to feel much more comfortable in my day-to-day job and what I'm trying to achieve. And yeah, it does excite me a lot more because I am proud of who I am, but um, I have definitely doubted that, you know, in the last couple of years. So I think that's another attention is like bring that self-belief back. Totally. I love that. That's always been something that um, has inspired me from you, Liz. It's like, yeah, your confidence. And so seeing times when you did it like maybe lost it a little bit it was hard because like yeah 
you should be confident because you're a fucking queen um and you're a boss so I love that and I think that's yeah I completely agree I'm trying to work on that as well um I did a fair bit of reading over the break and I read Liz's favorite book um which is called Into the Magic Shop and it's all about like self-belief and that we all have this internal strength if we just believe in ourselves and like envision what we want out of life um chances are that we will um get it because we'll we believe it so strongly that all our actions align um maybe there's a little bit of help from the universe in there too who knows what you would believe listening but um I think Liz and I both believe that um but yeah I think that self-belief thing is absolutely so important and um yeah I I'm exactly the same I want to go back to young Esther when she was 10 to 12 years old and had so much self-belief and was fearless in my pursuits and I think um I definitely have that and it's growing um so I'm excited for 2024 too to try mm. um foster that some more but yeah I'm really glad that you've come back I can already see the new lids you've come back all fired up and ready, ready to go um and very strong on self-belief which I love yeah Same. I feel like for me personally I love the book Into the Magic Shop because there is somewhat of a, like a spiritual side to it um and it's about manifestations and I am a believer in that because I think like manifesting is just a way of uh investing into yourself and like giving yourself the time to believe in yourself really you mm-hmm. know uh and so we'll take the book into the show notes it's amazing but I really do feel like you need you need that time and the space you know and I just feel like when I'm really like on the hamster wheel and grinding and last year like I didn't really have a proper holiday all year it's just not allowing me to like have that space to just reconnect my spirituality and mm-hmm. like I need that to be able to know like truly deep down what I want and who I am and how I'm going to get there but without taking time to do it you just kind of get lost in the like day to day and yeah. like I'm really proud of what we achieved last year but I'm excited for this year to kind of like get back there and hopefully get back there more often um and take more breaks to like be able to reach that side of me so big things to come yes and so it's very interesting isn't it because it's like kind of counterintuitive but like taking more breaks means you actually end up believing in yourself more and connecting with yourself more and being able to be a better you so that's another reminder right we'll keep on top of each other to have some holidays Mm. this year unlike last year (laughs) (laughs) it's just so funny how like many similarities there are between your job or your career or your business whatever it might be to you and running (laughs) like it's Mm. exactly the same you need to paradise your life um, and take those down times and take those rest days to be able to go like really hard and in the right direction on the days where you need to be doing that uh which is funny but uh yes definitely I'm planning on taking like at least four day holiday in like March June October so it gets me through kind of the quarters of the year nice yeah yeah and I guess like also what really helps is like going back to that real deep purpose of like why we do what we do every day and I think that's again something that I probably I wouldn't say have lost but have also been trying to figure out over the last few years as to like why personally why am I so passionate about getting women moving and like I know Esther's obviously the same we're on this journey together to like get women moving um and like yes we want women to get fit and we want them to reach their 
goals or their focuses and we want them to achieve great things but at the end of the day is it actually about the running and is it actually about getting people fit because I've come to question that um, because I think there's much more to it Mm -hmm. totally for me I go back to my childhood and I think for those people who have done any like childhood exploration um, they would kind of understand this but like going back to who you were as a kid and going through experiences that you had back then can have a huge impact on like who you are today and what you're doing and what that kind of like deep down desired purpose is. And for me, I have definitely been doing work here and I look back at my childhood, especially with my older sister, who's only about like, wow, 14 months older than me. So like really close in age. So we grew up as like best friends like we were super close we did like everything together she was my first best friend until the ages of about 11 or 12 she was kind of like the person in my life that I would do everything with you know um and so obviously super close and she also was like a pretty incredible athlete like I would say she was probably an even better athlete than I was when I was a kid but I was just like hyper excited about sport um and she you know was just like naturally talented at most forms of movement uh and so we did a lot of that together dancing and athletics and sport and uh and then about the age 12 or 13 she kind of started taking the path where uh she was I would say hanging out with probably the wrong people which sounds crazy at that age that there is like wrong people to hang out with but it's just the truth like she was hanging out with people who were like doing pretty bad illegal things at the ages of 12 to 13 which is horrific and really really sad for them too um and that really just kind of steered her down this path that she's never really recovered from unfortunately so um yeah she dropped out of school while she was about 14 years old and then she's kind of just like spiraled from there and she's definitely got personality disorders going on that she doesn't have complete control on but she fell into drugs and alcohol at a really young age and has never come through that and it's been pretty as you can imagine hard on my family and my parents and it's a pretty like horrific journey as a sister to watch someone go down like and really not have any um control or input or impact on because you know they say with addicts uh you can't really help them until they're really willing to help themselves and with my sister she's just never been ever been close to like wanting to help herself and um figure out her own journey and it's yeah it's been hard so I have definitely been doing work there and um, I look back at both of us at that really like innocent age of 10, 11, 12, where we both were just like really obsessed with sport and then she found the wrong people and found the wrong path and I found sport and thankfully like I stayed on that journey and movement and exercise connected me to some incredible people and still was connecting me to such a beautiful community. And it grew confidence in me. It grew my self-belief. It taught me so many things. And it really um, allowed me to develop a resilient and strong mind. And I think um, that's just allowed me to become who I am. And uh, not saying that you have to grow up being an elite athlete or be you know, a founder of a company, but I think it's definitely been part of my journey to get me here. And uh, 
yeah, you look at the kind of stark difference between her journey and my journey, and they're so different, yet we've come from the same place, very similar genetics, uh, very similar environment. Our parents gave us everything we wanted. Like, we were very privileged. Every opportunity we wanted, we got. And she just, like, made those decisions to go down that path. And it's been a really horrific class, I'd say, 20 years watching it. Um, but I honestly thank sport for where I am. And I, like, definitely, for those probably wondering why I'm not trying to help her um I, I have like I've tried so many times to be able to get her into sport and and like even just take that first step you know but um it's just got to a point where I think I've come to realize that protecting your own energy is so important and there's like not a heck of a lot you can do for someone in her position which is a like pretty serious addict so yeah I think now it's starting to make sense to me, like why I'm so passionate about getting women moving. And it's not because I see women becoming addicts, but it's just like the belief um, and confidence that I've been able to grow in myself compared to someone who has just like been born in a very similar position to me, doesn't have that confidence in herself. Like the, those insecurities, I believe those insecurities in yourself is what one of the things that leads people to that path of drugs and alcohol, you know? And she just like never was able to break that cycle, which is hard. So, yeah, it's obviously something really difficult for me to talk about. And I like haven't spoken a lot about it because I've kind of always had a fear of like, it's not my journey to talk about, but in actual fact it is because it's like really been part of my story and that's why I'm here today. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, of course. It's going to impact you massively. Like she's your sister, you know? and yeah it's been hard to watch as a friend you're going through all that but like I can see why when you talk about that and like sometimes I see little lids and she'll be talking about something and she'll you know start crying because she's so passionate about it and this is almost you know every second day <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that yeah I'm covering that side of things and the, the I guess 100% the trauma you've been through because of the impact that would have had on you and your family and yeah like you said the different paths and and where you've both ended up is literally because of sport you know and like and then also decision making from each person um but yeah you're super inspiring Liz and I love your passion because it fires me up too and yeah I think I also just want to touch on like um proud of you for making a decision to like step away as well because I think that can be one of the hardest things with people that you love and care about and like you can try to you know the ends of the earth to get them to come right but like if they're not willing to do it it's never going to happen so mm. to therefore look after your mental health you just sometimes you just have to make that decision eh? definitely yeah it is it hasn't been easy and it's been a few years now since I kind of pulled back but um yeah, I guess you just have to get to a point where you have to be like um, positively selfish because you have to look after yourself, you know. And even if I poured myself into her, there would get to a, I'd get to a point where my cup would be empty anyway. So like, what's the point of that? Um, yeah. But yeah, I know if anyone else is out there listening to this and they have a family member or a friend who is an addict, I'm more than happy to connect with you. Um, but it's nothing not something I really talk a lot about yet but here we are <laughs> yeah <laughs> doing it today yeah what about you what is like when you think about your intentions um 
what got you here today? What is it? Um, it's so it's really hard because I feel like there's a few different things. Um, but like if I can dwindle it down, I feel like I kind of talked to you about it yesterday a little bit, like, um, and I just talked about it a little bit before, but like that fearlessness and like that self-belief that I had when I was younger. And I even think about it back in primary school when, I don't know, there was like cross country and I was just like, I had not even a doubt in my mind that I was just going to go smash it. And like, I would never question myself. And like, I had full belief in my body and like um, ability and not that like I was going to win or anything, but I just like fully trusted myself and my body. Um, And then I think back to like how that evolved into like the negative sides of sport, which we touch on all the time. Um, You know, for me, it was like that freedom and innocence got like turned into like obsession and unhealthy behavior and like all the bad sides of sport. So I've seen both sides, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. I think ever since I've been through like my eating disorder and then getting healthy and then even in like recent years, you know, like I've still struggled with that self-belief and that all came from like what was being said to me what I was consuming and um who I was around and the hyper intensity of like um high performing sport you know and I think for me I'm so passionate about getting back to like the roots of running and like the freedom that it gave me and like I don't know like I obviously train for races and stuff now but like I if I was to choose like this wouldn't work because you need to train to race well. But if I could only ever race again and like the training was always there and I could do it every three months or I chose that I could run every day and never race again, I would choose run every day by far. Amazing. Yeah. And it's because like of that freedom, like you and your body just moving and like um, I guess that strength that it gives me and like your self-belief that I'm capable of like hard things and, and it's all – transferred into like our business and what you know how we believe in ourselves and work and so I think that's why I'm passionate because I've seen both sides and I know like the potential running has to like change people's lives if it's done in the right way and not in the shitty way that we both experienced um you know me as a junior you more as a senior runner um yeah I think that's why um I'm so passionate about it because yeah like even some of my athletes like barely race at all but they just love it because they just get to run every day and like push their bodies and like yeah free their minds and stuff so Mm. I just want to get people involved in that and like catch the bug (laughs) and realize that they they can do hard things and like um yeah running is such a gift that both of us have like been given it's changed our lives so yeah I think that's why Mm. I would say I'm so passionate about it (laughs) so true hey like I just wish you could capture that feeling of like finishing a run even like the bad days where you feel like crap like I don't know this morning I had a pretty like rough run I was just running slow and I've had all these niggles and I was just like I don't even care I'm not even gonna look at my pace um but like you just get back and I was still so proud that I did the run you know mm-hmm. and I wish you could capture that and allow people who have never run to feel it because I think that would be the easiest way to get people running is just like know what it feels like when you walk through the door after a run and you're sweaty and you've like your heart's pounding and you like I don't know I think people look most beautiful at that stage anyway but you know I just wish you could capture that because people who haven't run just don't get it Mm -hmm. 
there's no way to explain how good it feels yeah I agree there's that um that there's this cool Facebook group that Liz and I are part of called Girls That Run or something and someone posted something the other day it's like this massive group it's just so inspiring and everyone gets around each other and stuff it's awesome um there was this thing someone posted it was pretty funny um I can't remember the exact words but it was like man I feel good I um I I'm so alive like I just finished my run my heart's beating and I'm sweating like you were saying and then um they were like I think I look awesome and then there was like a reflection of them they were like bright red and sweating yeah, so that's so cool I was like I love that because like I think that's like the ultimate what we're trying to get the point across at Femi is like doesn't matter how you look yeah. if you're like I'm literally the sweetest girl in the world like let's know this like I finish a run and I my face and my body is just like a puddle um but it doesn't matter because I'm like just feels so good um yeah in myself so like I thought that was funny when I saw that and it reminded me of what you just said. oh my god it's so funny yeah <laughs> I I don't know it's like um we've been brought up in a world where exercise and movement is purely based on um trying to change the way that you look to like improve in quotation marks your aesthetics we're trying to change that narrative, you know, to show that you're like your um your exercise and movement should have nothing to do with your appearance because it doesn't. It's all about how you feel and the confidence you can get from it. Yeah. There's this incredible influencer. I think she's actually Kiwi, but based in Australia, called Riley, who um has been uh sharing her story and her running journey online. And it's just so inspiring. I've like really enjoyed watching it um over the last couple of weeks. So uh, you should definitely I'll try and find her handle and put it into the show notes too and you can check it out because like that's to me that's like watching someone fall in love with running the way that she is is what fills my cup up you know like, totally. it's so cool. and the way she approached it is how we're trying to approach it at Femi like if you were to go into Femi and you're and you're brand new to running never run before like the programs that we've given are slow progressing and like the way she has approached it is like incredible like she's taken all the pressure off herself I think she you were saying yesterday that she started with like 15 seconds of running with like one or two minutes of walking so like barely any running but that is still a run right because you're moving your body in that way mm. and therefore you're running and so by taking and removing all that pressure off like I have to go and run for 20 minutes straight or like even 10 minutes or you know even a minute like take that pressure off and just get outside do what you can and then just make it chill so you don't have that pressure on yourself and like if you're going to go out there and try and run for 20 minutes straight it's probably going to suck and you're probably not going to want to do it again mm-hmm. so let's just like really ease into it and it's also acknowledging that running is hard on your body and if you're not used to it you need to do things slowly um to avoid sort of you know picking up any injuries or niggles or anything like that so yeah definitely agree she's very inspiring she's done it really well I reckon the other like we're just going to rave about running we were like planning on doing this but <laughs> we're just going to keep going I think the other like amazing thing about running what it can do for your entire life is that once you fall in love with it and you want to like go out and consistently run and enjoy it you have to make decisions in your day-to-day for you to be able to do that so like you've got to get a good sleep the night before you've got to eat well you've got to hydrate all things we should be doing whether you're running or not but like you're more likely to do it if you have a run the next day so that you can actually go out and enjoy it 
And I think that's a bit of a blessing in disguise too. Definitely, yeah. Keeps you in line, you know. <laughs> we <can laughs> in a good way, not like strict, but yeah. yeah. We could definitely sit here all day um, and talk about the benefits of running. But if you haven't already, go and check out the Femi app. It's free to download in the app store. We have uh, focuses that you can sign up to. You can figure out what your focus should be based on your goals, uh, your ability, uh, where you're at in your running journey. And then you'll get, be able to get running that is really built specifically for you um, to take you on your running journey throughout 2024. So if you have any questions on that, definitely come at us on on Instagram at emi.co, slide into the DMs, or you can just message either Esther or I directly with your questions. Um, we are here to help, but thank you so much to everyone that has downloaded it and is already logging Ks. It's been so cool and so rewarding to see how many women are like on there and getting the benefit out of the platform, you know, that we intended. Yes. It's been cool to see and hear all your feedback. Um, and I know we've said it a million times, but like the more we hear from you, the better. So don't hold back. <laughs> we also have some really exciting things coming up for our in-person communities across Australia and New Zealand. So keep your eyes out for those. They are not too far away. Um, but I think, with saying all of that, Esther and I are going to actually go for a run right now. <laughs> so we are out. But um, yeah, thanks for tuning into this episode. And thanks for supporting us in 2023. Excited to be back. Excited for another big year. Uh, again, get at us on Instagram at femi.co. Or you can head to our website, femi.co. But in the meantime, we shall be back in your ears next week with a very special guest. Thank you. Thank you.